Happy Sunday and welcome to the Infuse You podcast. This is episode 20 and the season finale. My name is Teresa and I am your host. This podcast was created to help women and young girls fill up their cups. Oftentimes we are so concerned with helping and supporting others that we forget to take care of ourselves too. So that is why I created this podcast. And today we have a very special guest, Miss Danielle Weeks. She is here to talk to us about mental health and why our mental health matters. If you have been under a rock or you're not aware, Mental Health Awareness Month kicks off tomorrow and it runs through the month of May. So just a little bit about Danny. She is a lead substance abuse and mental health counselor. And this Wednesday, she will be receiving her master's degree in clinical health counseling. Yay, Danny. Uh, Danny and I met about six years ago through fitness, and we've shared many life moments since then. And I'm so excited to have her here as my guest on today's episode. So before we dive into the discussion, Danny, go ahead and share a little bit about yourself. Awesome. Thank you so much for the introduction. Um, hi, everyone. I'm Danielle, or uh, Danny. Uh, so a little bit about myself. I've been in the field of treating substance abuse and mental health for about 15 years. Um, what kind of got me started was honestly trying to figure out why things in my life happened the way that they did and also why I thought the way that I did. So I had substance abuse and mental health in my family, um, you know, that impacted me in, in various different ways. And it was honestly an opportunity to kind of figure out the ins and outs of it and kind of understanding what mental illness is, what substance abuse is. And then I honestly just fell in love with it. Um, and, you know, I started going to school and now, yes, I'm graduating on Wednesday with my master's in clinical mental health counseling. Um, and yeah, I mean, I love what I do. I've been doing it for a long time. Uh, I right now work as a lead substance abuse and mental health counselor at a substance abuse treatment facility. Uh, and you know, I'm really excited to be here today. So thank you. Yay. <laughs> so, my, <laughs> so my first question um, was, what led you to become a mental health professional? But you've already shared a little bit about that. So my next question <laughs> my next question is, what do you think most impacts people today dealing with mental illness? So what is the greatest impact on people that are dealing with mental health? I mean, I think issues? I think ultimately it comes down to stigma. I think um you know, in terms of negative impact, uh, we don't talk about mental health as much as we should. Uh, we talk about it, talk about it a hell of a lot more than we used to, but there's still a lot of stigma around it. Um, I also think that we draw a lot of comparisons. And, and one of the things I like, I like to live by is no matter how, like what you see someone else going through, it doesn't change how your brain processes your own trauma and your own experiences. So your worst day is still your worst day, no matter how you measure it up to other people's worst days. And, and I think we get caught in that a lot. And, and it kind of makes us not talk about those experiences and share those with each other and really get to that place of healing. Uh, and I think especially as women, there is this stigma or not necessarily stigma, but the societal view of being the caretaker that we often feel like we can't be taken care of, right? And so we, I agree. we hide a lot of our own mental health struggles, a lot of our own emotions. And at the end of the day, we're, we're carrying the same burdens as other people. Um, but we're not able to always talk about it. But then, you know, there's also that side for men too, where they have to be strong. All of that, you know, there's just so much different stigma in terms of talking about mental health and being vulnerable with it. Um, and also recognizing that no one goes out of life 
like goes through life unscathed, right? We've all had our, our experiences, our trauma. You know, I, I am a firm believer that everyone is in therapy or should be in therapy. You know, we all, we all have mental health situations that impact us positively or negatively. Um, and I think that talking about it and that stigma associated with it is what impacts us the most. Yeah, I have to agree with that. A lot of people told me when I first started counseling, oh, why are you doing that? You don't need that. You're not crazy. But counseling really helped me. And I would recommend, highly recommend that if you're going through something and you don't have someone to talk to a friend or a family member or, or if you just want to talk to someone outside of that person, um, because sometimes our family knows a lot and they really aren't the person that we need to be sharing these things Absolutely. with because they don't have they don't have an outside view. So I would recommend therapy and counseling. Yeah. So. Well, and sometimes, unfortunately, our family and our close friends sometimes are stressors that we need to vent about, that we need to discuss in in therapy. So having that unbiased individual that doesn't have there is no outcome that they're tied to that they get any sort of reward from, right? You know, if if I go to a therapist, they're going to leave their day and they're going to go into their normal life and they're not going to really be impacted by what I do, right? Versus my friends and my family. So definitely having that unbiased opinion is important. Awesome. So what are three key practices that you can share with everyone on how to deal with their mental health? So if you had to pick three things, three. what would be the top three things? Yes. <laughs> I, mean, I think ultimately self-care. Self-care is important. Taking time for that. Um, I think sometimes we, as people, we think that we don't have enough time in our day to practice self-care, but self-care can be an hour or it can be five minutes, right? Whether that be, you know, spending a few more minutes in your car after you get home from work, taking a deep breath or listening to a song you really love or running a hot bath and staying in there for an hour. Like self-care, you know, can happen in increments or it can happen for long periods of time. Um, I also think kind of going back to what we talked about before, talking about it, being open about it. Because one, allowing yourself to be vulnerable about your experiences allows other people to be vulnerable about theirs and it also helps kind of filter out those people that maybe you don't want in your life, because if there are people in it that don't want you to be vulnerable and don't want to have those conversations with you, it's a good indicator of who you should not have in your life, right? Um, so being vulnerable and talking about it. And I think the third is sleep. We forget about sleep. We And, and, and I'm guilty of it too, right? Like as, as a grad student, as someone that works full time, as someone that you know, was teaching fitness classes, all of that, like we forget the basic concept of getting eight hours of sleep and how that affects our mental health, our physical health, our emotional health, all of those things. Um, so really practicing self-care, talking about it and getting a good night's sleep. Awesome. Yeah. I got to work on the sleep part. I'm still Me too. <laughs> not at the eight hours. It's the hardest one for sure. Um, so I was going to ask you about mental health resources. If you are joining us live, I have posted them in the chat, but can you share a little bit about the resources that are available locally here for the people that are in Arizona? Absolutely. So, um, there is the crisis line, um, which is in, the numbers included in the chat. That's for, you know, anybody struggling with any sort of mental health crisis, whether that be suicidality or, you know, anything where they need someone to talk to when they're struggling, um, another one that's a really good resource for individuals that are struggling with mental um, mental illness or family members of individuals who are struggling with mental illness is um, 
I knew it was going to happen, <laughs> is um, NAMI Valley of the Sun. Um, it is a great resource. NAMI is an, a national organization, um, but we have one here in Arizona that they do a lot of outreach and um, community resources. They do groups uh, for people with mental illness and also for people who have family members or loved ones that are struggling with mental illness to help better understand it and provide support to that. Um, another one that's really simple um, is 211. I know many of us remember the days of 411. Um, yep. <laughs> so 211 is specific to Arizona and it's a Arizona resource directory. And basically you can call 211 and, and you know, if you want counseling, it can give you resources to that. Uh, medication, resources to that, housing, any sort of thing that you may need resources on. It's a really quick dial to be able to connect to those. All right. I had no idea about the 211. So yeah, thanks for sharing that. You're welcome. No one, no one uses 411 anymore. Everything's no. on our phones. No. <laughs> <laughs> but 211 is great. All right, Danny, if given the chance, is there any other profession you would have loved to work in outside of mental health? Yes. So I, uh, prior to graduating and, and all of that, I actually was going to go to the University of Arts in Philadelphia uh, for acting. Um, so yeah, I had in my head at that time that I was going to be a famous actress. It worked out for the best because I think I probably, uh, wouldn't be, but (laughs) the statistics aren't great, but, um, you know, that was what my dream was. And honestly, I think that (laughs) Kitty says he wants to be in the podcast too. (laughs) Um, I think that, um, the skills that I learned in that, um, helped me in what I do today and being able to talk to people and being able to, you know, really be a little more out there in my conversation and, and not shy away from having those tough conversations with people. And, you know, in my role, I also do a lot of presentations in the community to try to help reduce stigma in terms of substance abuse and mental illness. Um, so that's, I mean, I've been able to kind of carry that over, but that was what I wanted to do. And if someone came and said, Hey, Danielle, you want to be a famous actress? I'd probably be like, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's something new that I learned. I never knew that you wanted to be an actress. Is there a specific genre of film that you would have loved to act in? Indie dramas. Mm -hmm. Ooh, yeah. Indie drama. Yeah. All right. You know, make people cry a little. Feel something. (laughs) So it's connected to the mental health and the counseling. I want to make people feel something. That was always something I wanted to do. Cool. All right. So how does mental health and physical fitness go hand in hand, in your opinion? How does those, how do those two things tie together? I mean, I think if you're not, um, if you're not physically healthy, you're not mentally healthy. And if you're not mentally healthy, you can't be physically healthy. Like we talked about sleep, right? That's a basic concept of physical and mental health, right? If you don't get enough sleep, you're suffering emotionally, you know, your body reacts, you know, as far as like even your metabolism changes, like all those different things in your body change due to a lack of sleep. Same thing when you're not eating appropriately, all those kind of stuff are interconnected. And in terms of like physical fitness specifically, there are these really fun chemicals that make us happy, like serotonin and dopamine that are activated when we exercise. So that's where that rush comes. You hear people talk about the runner's high. Um, that's where that comes from is you get those happy chemicals pumping through your body when you 
engage in physical activity. So it's a really good outlet. It's a huge coping skill for people. Um, I can't think of a really bad day that wasn't solved by a really good workout, you know, like getting out that anger, that sadness, whatever it may be, or just connecting with people in a group fitness class or at the gym or, or whatever it may be, or listening to a, a good song and really just grunting out those frustrations and getting that workout in. I mean, it's a, it's a huge outlet for people. So um, definitely it's, it's hugely connected. I know I keep saying that same word, but um, you know, physical fitness and mental health are important. And I know for me personally, um, even though I was still in the field of treating mental health and substance abuse, my mental health wasn't in check for a very long time. And I think that I kind of helped others as because I wanted to, but also as an opportunity to kind of avoid my own stuff. Right. Um, but what really fixed, not fixed, right. Cause it's never a fix, but what helped me was finding physical fitness, um, and finding that outlet for myself to really help me get to a place where I felt okay mentally and emotionally and had having that outlet and that coping skill and that community. Um, you know, because I, I struggled with some maladaptive coping skills, some bad coping skills related to, you know, overeating, binge eating disorder, that kind of stuff. And, and something I still battle today, but it helped me develop a positive coping skill to manage my emotions instead of relying on that. Yeah. And a lot of people, like I said, and that's why I created the podcast, especially for the women and young girls, because we're always worrying about what we can do for other people. And it's mm-hmm. great to help everyone but we can't help other people if we don't help ourselves first. So it's still a struggle. Absolutely. I'm in the same boat. (laughs) It's a struggle every day. (laughs) All right. So um, as I said, the podcast was created to help uh, women and young girls fill up their cups. So can you share some things that you do to fill up your cup? Yes. um, I love being around my loved ones. That's really important to me. I don't have family out here in Arizona, but I do have family out here in Arizona because I've, <laughs> I've created my, I've created my crew. And honestly, being around those people um, brings me so much joy. Um, and, you know, that's, that's something that every time I can be around them, it I'll, I'll really fills my cup, you know, so kind of going into the graduation week, just being around, I have a friend coming in and being like, I know my cup's going to be like overfilled by the end of the week. So I'm really excited for that. Um, definitely working out, working out is a huge thing. Um, I can say like with like, cause I, the thing is, is like, even as a fitness instructor, even as a mental health professional, we're still like everybody else, right? We have those ups and downs. And unfortunately in terms of my working out kind of in a, in a down right now, but I know that that's something that fills my cup and makes me feel good and something, um, that I'm going back to, um, aside from that, listening to podcast, um, like this one, um, (laughs) but also I really like true crime podcast and, you know, listening to music and being outside. Like there's so many things that we can do every day to fill our cup, to just feel good. Um, and there's a lot of things that, you know, I, I try to implement in my everyday, um, to combat some of those negative thoughts or those negative experiences and, and really, you know, keep my cup overfold. All right. And then what are some things that you do to help inspire others? Um, I share, you know, and I think we talked about it before in terms of, of talking about things and being vulnerable, you know, as a 
as a fitness instructor, as a mental health professional, I like to share that I'm also human. Uh, so I'll share about my journey. Um, I share a lot about as a fitness instructor about not being the mold of a fitness instructor, you know, and not being someone who would have thought that I would love fitness as much as I do, because that I know that there are people out there just like me who are struggling with the idea of going in to the gym or going to a class. Um, and then also sharing my mental health journey, you know, sharing those bad days, sharing those good days, sharing where I've been and where I came from. Um, because I think sometimes in social media, we, we all know that those are the highlights of someone's life, right? Most people are posting, oh, I had the best day ever with my, you know, with my friends or my family, but not like saying, oh, well, we, at the end of it, we actually got in a really bad fight and it was a really bad day, right? Like they're posting highlights of things. And I think for me, how I inspire others is, is sharing everything. I mean, not everything, but like sharing, sharing, <laughs> sharing additional things and sharing the good and the bad and also talking about it. Like I'm a pretty open book. Um, so I'll talk to anyone, um, about my experience and ask them about theirs to help kind of, you know, inspire them and uplift them. Um, cause I think, I think that's important. And I think when someone starts talking about the hard stuff, other people start opening up and talking about the hard stuff too, because it makes, makes it a safe place. Awesome. All right. So is there anything else that you would like to share? Um, I'm going to be sharing this recording because um, we didn't get anyone joining us live, which is okay, but I'm going to be sharing um, clips of this recording with the rest of the world. So if mm -hmm. there's anything that you want to share about mental health or anything else that you want to, uh, any other jewels, I should say, Absolutely. that you want to give out to the world. I mean, I think the biggest thing is, is taking time for, for self-care. And I think, you know, being that this is, you know, a podcast directed at women, um, you know, and, and mothers and, and, and whatnot, I think that it's also important. I tell a lot of my friends this who are also moms, um, cause I'm just a cat mom, but, uh, <laughs> is like, you know, recognizing that that's not, you know, recognizing that there are different facets to who you are. Like you may be a mom, but that's not all you are. Like you can still have fun. You can still, you know, be all of those other pieces of who you are. And it's okay to not experience guilt. Like it's okay to feel okay about that. And it's okay to practice self-care because the kids will be okay. If you take a hot bath, the kids will be okay. If you sit in the car for a little bit longer and listen to that music, because ultimately for you to be who you need to be for other people, you need to be okay. So we have to, we have to prioritize ourselves first. And that would be the biggest thing that I would like to, you know, little gem I'd like to leave with people is put yourself first and make sure you're okay. Um, and do what you need to do to, to practice that self-care. Awesome. And then I just want to say congratulations again on your upcoming graduation. You. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. <laughs> Um, so today we talked with you about why your mental health matters. Um, I thank Danny for coming on and yeah. sharing with us today. Um, I will be sharing the resources. Um, they're in the chat, uh, but I will be sharing them as well on the podcast link. So make sure that you guys take a look at those. I will also be sharing them on the event page. And um, you can follow Danny on Instagram at danielle.defined or on Facebook at Danielle Weeks. Um, this is my season finale. So this is the last episode for this season of the Infuse You podcast. I want to thank everyone who has listened to the podcast or shared the podcast and thank everyone for all of their support. 
You can subscribe to this podcast for $3 per month. You will have access to premium content like today's live broadcast with Danny. Um, During this hiatus, it will only be for a few months. I will be still sharing some bonus episodes. Again, you have to be subscribed to get those. There'll just be many episodes as I get ready for the next season. We will have more special guests. I can't really tell you all about that now, but you have to stay tuned. I'm super excited um, for the future guests that will be joining the Infuse You podcast. So... As I always tell you, I hope that something was shared today that will help you along your life journey. Remember to continue to do you, be you, infuse you, and be blessed. Thank you so much, Danny. Thank you. Bye, everybody.